This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. I, I still get excited when that intro comes in. It's like really? game day. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I don't know if I've said that before, but I like when I listen to the podcast back mm-hmm. um, and I hear that intro come in, I get hyped. You seem hyped. I actually think that podcast intro songs are so important. Uh, it is. Yeah. They are because they get you. They do get you hyped. And ours does a really good job at it. I'm so glad that you feel it, and if it's ours. And and this is so many episodes that we've done together. I know. I think we're probably coming up on not a hundred. No, it's like probably sixty five now. Sixty five like moments where we've gotten to talk <laughs> to each other. And and the crazy part is Ashley and I didn't really know each other before the podcast. Yeah, not not well. Not well. No. Not well enough. No. Not well. And look at you now. <laughs> um, <laughs> We have a huge episode for you today, uh, but before we really dive into to our special guest who's sitting here, we're not going to introduce yet because you're going to freak out when you hear who it is. Are we? Yeah, we're okay. going to freak out. <laughs> um, Ashley, I'm in studio. It's been a it's while so since I've been nice. able to get out here with you. It's so nice when you're here. Um, you're wearing polka dots and and like a, it looks like a a fluffy top, a fluffy crop top. Is yeah. that what you call those? Yeah. Yeah. Is it what, what kind of mood are you going for today? Well, Amy's assistant just gave me a nice compliment saying it was very clueless, very throwback to the 90s with a modern twist. So I'm going to keep it with that, even though I'm not even sure I'm sold on my own outfit. Very, very Silverstone-esque. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you had a moment with Silverstone at the iHeart Awards last uh, year. That was one of those now childhood crushes. Now she is divorced. I told you there was something up there. It, she's divorced now? Yeah. Oh, jeez. I told you it felt like they were on the rocks. Ashley, you know way too much about people in <laughs> pop culture <laughs> way before they know it about themselves, <laughs> or maybe they already know it. Um, Ashley, the life for you is good? Oh. So good. What's the coolest so update that we could share with everybody? Well, I did say yes to Adrian. Yeah, it's like it was like a huge no- moment, but of course now I'm like not 100% if oh, it's geez. just going to be the only dress. Because a- you would have multiple dresses. That seems very diva-ish. It's so diva-ish. My wedding planner insists everybody has two dresses these days. No. Yes. Shout out to Troy Williams. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I always wasn't sure if I wanted two dresses or not because you want to love the first one so much you don't want to take it off. But then today, I went to another appointment where I like, tried on a reception dress. It's a little more twirly, a little more light. And I'm like, okay, maybe I want to. I don't know. We'll see. That's a thing. Yeah. Ashley. Here, here's my advice to you. Stop going to these appointments. I have to go to the appointments at my wedding planner plans, and you only get to try on wedding dresses once, like at one period of your life. Well, you could try on wedding dresses for the rest of your life, <laughs> but the more and more you try on, the more and more you're going to say, I don't like the first one, I like the second, no. and, if I, I, and, I, and I like the third, and then you're going to have five dresses. Jared's going to be found in the corner in the fetal position crying because his new wife just spent grands yeah, I on know. dresses. Yeah, well... No, it's really. But it's just one day, right? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It's all. About I'm not the gonna. Love. Be, I'm not like crazy. I'm honestly not that crazy with Bridezilla. If there's anything that uh, Jared and I have learned, yeah, a, about each other in this process, is that like I think when you hit 30 and you have a wedding, you're like, wait, should we get the down payment for the house from my parents and not spend mm. it on a wedding? Like you start getting really practical because you're like, that's gonna do us much better in the long run. Ashley, look at you. I You're know. So grown up. I know. Oh. Not saying I'm going to go that route, but it's a consideration. <laughs> uh, Ashley, let's announce our guest. All right. It's. Annalise. It's Annalise. She's back in the studio again. I'm back again. <laughs> but since you've been here, you've proven to be a huge role. 
in Bachelor in Paradise. I mean, you are one of the girls that gets the most screen time. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. Because uh, <laughs> you're so fun to watch. Oh, yeah. thank you. You're interesting. You're definitely unique. Thanks. I'll yeah. take that as a, as a compliment. No, that's great, <laughs> especially when it comes to TV. And your love story, or I guess your search for love is relatable. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've just been open. And like in this experience, I'm like, I'm just going to go for it. Put it all out there. Take full advantage of this opportunity that I've been given and not have any regrets at the end of it. So I feel like it's serving me well so far. You are a part of um, what we're calling on this podcast right now, crazy love dynamics of Bachelor in Paradise. Um, they're not triangles. They're not triangles. They're like they're dynamics. squares, pentagons. Yeah, they're all over the place. I, well, some I can't quite capture. Um, and on this podcast, we're going to talk about a couple. And at least since we have you here, we're going to let you talk about your own so we don't talk behind your back. Um, <laughs> I appreciate but that. we want to highlight Tia, Chris, Crystal. Mm-hmm. Well, you weren't part of that. You yeah. weren't part of that, but that's one of the crazy love dynamics. Yeah. Let's throw Colton, Colton into no, that. That's the square. Yeah. That's the, the full on square. That's a, which, a square. Which dissolved in Monday's episode. Um, and it was, it dissolved in the weirdest way I've ever seen in my life. Can we talk about it? Okay. Yeah. So, first, we left off last week. Chris uh, tells T, I mean, Chris tells Tia that he's all in with her, ready to just explore their relationship an hour later makes out with crystal that was already like you know we're everybody's at home yelling at their tv but like also just relishing in the drama and Mm. the unbelievableness of it all just jaw dropping right Mm -hmm. and then we resume this monday's episode with tia confronting him and he's like yeah no i am still interested in you she's like but you told me you were all in you're obviously not in and he's like well I'm I'm in, but I'm also in with other people. And then she is that, says, "Is that acceptable here?" <laughs> no, I, I, we're not sure yet. That's a whole other topic. Okay. But then he he twisted it again. She goes, "Well, I don't really think you like me. I'm gonna move on." And he goes, "Well, great, because I have been moved on since before this conversation even started." It's it super was bizarre, crazy. It's way too okay, Annalise, the expert. <laughs> you're sitting there, front row seat with the popcorn in hand. What is going on here? Honestly, I was like so confused because I was kind of doing my own thing this day and so I was just trying to stay out of the drama as you do in paradise but you always get dragged into it um yeah and when I saw him say that he was already out of the out of it it was like it was definitely like a yeah exactly a wait what when I was watching it back Um, but like such good tv like I'm like screaming it's like in the almost screaming in glee because it's so mind-boggling it's only something you'd see on bachelor in paradise and this is the thing like I I will defend the fact that Chris like we are there to find love and so you are you know you're gonna kiss a bunch of people yeah but you don't tell you don't say you're all in you don't say I'm in a relationship with you I'm all in with Mm. you not exploring then go kiss somebody else The, the the here's here's where I need clarity here you say it's acceptable in paradise, but there's fur. It's only for- acceptable if you say I'm open. Okay. Okay. And, and okay, so is it? This is where I don't get it, and I couldn't do paradise for this, and I'm heated. I'm cringing inside because how I would I have to have so much confidence, or uh, my mind had it would have to switch so much to be able to sit down with somebody I care about and say, yeah, but I'm open, and and you need to understand that. Like yeah. it, that's not an easy conversation. How do all these people have that? And then it's okay then to watch the person go off and make out with somebody. Seriously, that's why Paradise, while it like was a great growing and learning experience for me, it was never the experience like where Jared and I could 
could really work. It just wasn't yeah. my natural habitat. And honestly, it's just not his natural habitat. If you're somebody that goes out on dates all the time, like frivolously, and you're like, oh, I can date a whole bunch of people at once. Yeah. That's one thing. But I'm not I'm not right. wired like that. I'm not like that at all either. And so that's why, like, for me, I feel like my relationships were very much like I would pers- like pursue something. Didn't work out. Yeah. On to the next. Yeah. But I could never be juggling multiple people at a time. Never. <laughs> but but I-, I watched you. And this is where you're relatable. You are into Kenny. You're part of this crazy love <laughs> dynamics thing we're talking about here. You're into Kenny. Kenny is, I mean, how that dude is doing what he's doing and getting away with it is blows my mind. Maybe he's telling everybody, hey, I'm very open. But you watch him go off another date. You're okay with it. Yeah, well, so at that point, I Kenny was Kenny and I were just friends. Mm-hmm. We were completely friend-zoned. And we both knew it. And I actually was like trying to help other people pursue relationships with him. And in doing so, I was like, actually, wait, Kenny is a great guy. Like as I'm I'm saying, oh, he's this, he's this, he's this to other people. I'm like, wait, why am I not? These are qualities I'm looking for. So that's why when he went on his date, I was like, you know what? I got to I got to put this out there because this might be my only chance. So what's the difference, Ashley and Elise, about between Kenny and Kristen? I'm wondering what is different well, about has them. has not locked it down with yeah. anyone. Okay. Yeah. Chris that's said, I'm all in. So that's the paradise switch that as fans, I need to figure out is when you say you're all in, you better be in. When you say you're open, it's okay. That's well, more, Kenny, that's better. Kenny was that's exploring acceptable. still to see who he would like to pursue a relationship. Mm. Right. Whereas I feel like Chris was kind of like, these are the people I'm, this is like the person. And then, oh wait, there's another person. It was a little bit more like he had already he had already Why into did it. Dean get so pummeled last well, year for what I felt like Kenny was kind of doing? Like, what did good Dean question. do? Thank That's you. a great question. Great but the question. same thing, uh, Colton was getting the same criticism during week one and, and last week, too. So what's the difference? The, the difference, well, there's, I have no idea. It's all hypocritical. <laughs> That's the actual okay. thing. Like, they ganged up on Colton for being like, you can't have your options open because, like, you went on a date with Tia. And it's like, just because Tia had prior feelings doesn't mean that that we can we can you know pigeonhole Colton. We can't villainize him for that. Be honest. You can speak your mind. This is a this is a safe podcast. <laughs> Nobody listens. I feel like it's a dibs thing. Like I feel like they like called dibs on each other, and then it was like untouchable. You know, like you couldn't get near Colton. No, I mean I did the same thing. Yeah, so, that's true. So, you did right. Yeah. <laughs> so as hard as it is, it's hard for me to say <laughs> yeah. he's technically open. And I'm pained to tell Tia that it's okay for him to be open. Yeah. In that environment, you want them, you want everyone to be open because otherwise they're not taking advantage of the experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what (laughs) I've always had an issue with? It's like, Ashley, just because he doesn't like you doesn't mean that you shouldn't go explore other options. And I, I feel Tia so hard. Like, Tia, you are my girl. Like, I've never related to somebody on TV as much as I have watching you. Yeah, you, you just hinted at it, Ashley. Ashley's a big fan of Tia this week. We've gotten emails and tweets, and, and we've talked about it. You know, some people think Tia imploded, exploded, no. went crazy. And no. Ashley's sitting here in studio going, no, 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 no. I've never related with somebody more. I am the biggest Tia fan. So we're going to hear why Ashley is a big Tia fan and why some of the rest of the world doesn't think so. But pretty about that listening, we got to take a second and pause and tell you that if you're looking for your new beach body, I have the fix for you. You have been listening to me talk about beach buddy on demand for a while now. Have you gotten your free trial yet? If not, now's the time. 
Beachbody has a history of success. This is the company behind P90X, Insanity, 21 Day Fix, T25, Brazil Butt Lift, Pio, Hip Hop Abs, Three Week Yoga Retreat, and more. World class trainers get motivated by celebrity super trainers you know, like Sean T, Shalene Johnson, Tony Horton, and Autumn Calabrese. Best programs ever. I've used Beachbody. I lost 60 pounds Yeah, no, you guys, this isn't college. a joke. This isn't like an ad. No, that he's, that, I really did. That's something he's saying for an ad. He actually did lose 60 pounds. Insanity college. with Sean T. 60 pounds. Pictures are out there. We're not going to show them. Over 700 workouts for all fitness levels, ranging from bodybuilding to weight training to cardio hit to yoga and even dance workouts. There's nutrition help. If you need help with what you're eating, go to Beachbody. Success doesn't just happen in the gym, so Beachbody On Demand has tools to help you make eating right and easier. There are dozens of easy-to-follow uh, meal plans and hundreds of delicious recipes. Workout on your schedule. Workouts as short as 10 minutes. Ashley, you have 10 minutes? Yeah. This podcast is a lot longer than 10 minutes. You could work out and listen to us all at the same time. It's worth it. Don't miss it. And the time it takes you to drive and park at the gym, you could be finished working out. Absolutely incredible. Access anywhere and any time. View on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, Roku, Apple TV, and more. It's the best deal in fitness. Our listeners can try Beachbody On Demand right now absolutely free. You heard me right. You could lose 60 pounds absolutely free. Just watching TV, basically. It's incredible. Well, you got to jump yeah, and yeah, push know. and you know, stretch and stuff. Right now, our listeners can get a special free trial membership when you dial... Star Star 501 on your cell phone. You will get full access to this entire platform for, wait, free. All the workouts, the nutrition information, and support totally free. Again, from your cell phone, dial Star Star 501 and receive a link to start your free trial membership to Beachbody On Demand. Don't text it. Dial. Dial it on your phone. Type in the numbers. Push the green button. Star Star 501. Don't text it. Dial it. This is important. You need it. Get in shape with Beachbody On Demand. All right. So now I'll tell you about why I, well, one of the many reasons why I related so much to Tia. So people would tell me, they'd be like, Jared's not that into you. You should probably move on. Like there might be somebody that walks down the staircase tomorrow. Or how about this guy? He's maybe interested in you. And I'm like, no. Cut them all off. If it's not him, I want to leave. No, like I can't switch my brain like that. It's like when I'm that in deep with somebody, somebody's not just going to walk in or I'm not going to have like a lovely conversation with somebody and then all of a sudden be like, all right, you're right. I'm ready to move on. No, it's not going to happen like that. I have no beef with Tia only liking Colton. I'm all for that. My heartbreaks and my um, body laughs. Your body laughs. For Tia... Because she's losing it. It's like she's lost her, like, for you? She's not being (laughs) Oprah about it. She's being, pick me, please, please, pick me, Colton. I know. Like, if she could get her Oprah back and just be like, look, bro, I'm freaking awesome. It's Boom. so hard to do. Imagine living with the guy you're, you want to be with. But I you're think she should have You, can't, ha- you can't be cool. You're like, this is me, all me. And you know what? He turned around and he said, let's date. Yeah, and I but... grabbed Jared and I go, they're us. I love them. <laughs> they're I'm so happy. Actually. Sorry for the squealing. Uh... 
Okay. There's a lot of episodes left, and I do not feel strong for their future. <laughs> Nobody would have felt strong for our future if you'd asked them three years ago. Uh, no. Yes, they would have. Oh, Ashley. <laughs> All right. Annalise. Yeah. We started this conversation. We opened up the floodgates um, talking about Kenny. So Kenny is open. That's We've set the foundation there. He is mm-hmm. open. He's not lying to anybody. He's telling you to your face, Annalise, hey, we're good friends. I'm interested in you. I'm intrigued by you. I'm going to keep dating a little bit. And then at a rose ceremony, he confirms, in my opinion, tell me if I'm wrong. I'm a fan. He confirms his interest in you by saying, sorry to these other great women. I I want you. How does that feel? I mean, it was amazing. I was, I was so shocked that night. I think I went into it just being like, you know what? I put myself out there. I did everything I wanted to for my paradise experience. If it ends tonight, so be it. I have no regrets but I'm so happy that I did stay. And I do think for Kenny, I think we had an understanding really. It was like, we were friends. We both are older. And I think we both just wanted to see each other at the end. And in the meantime, whatever that meant, like let's, let's see if this could be something too. Okay. So I got to ask you like a, f- a in friendly way. Yeah. <laughs> were you just, do you think that you like Jordan and Kenny just for, because you wanted to like someone. You, I feel like you didn't I really think, have real feelings for either of one of them. You're to, no, you're totally spot on. I think, I think I was trying so hard to be open. It actually, like hindsight, looking back at it, I felt like this is similar to my experience on The Bachelor because I was trying to like Ari. Mm-hmm. So it was sort of a similar thing. Like I was trying to be open. I was trying to see if somebody would surprise me, and I, I mean, I think I saw in both of them a lot of qualities that I liked, and I was receptive to okay but i yeah i mean i think i think uh yeah <laughs> that's, my, that's my worst nightmare by the way when having the show for me it's like to be open and not to have the immediate connection or attraction mm. and then like trying to be like let's try this to is have the thing. it i've actually had that happen before though where i have gotten to know somebody very slowly yeah. and dated and it wasn't really there and then yeah. all of a sudden one day it clicked for me and okay. i was like madly in love so that's why I think that there are times that there's that instant connection. I also think there are times mm. that it's like a slow burn and turns into something. It was my it was my concern the whole time in The Bachelor that I would talk to uh, my producer Lindsay Lyles, who's in the studio right now, about and everybody else is are are, are these women? There's a couple weird concerns. This one was legitimate. Are these women being forced to like me? Oh, Ben. No, no, seriously. Like, just like you said, they're going into this. They're saying, okay, this guy's been vetted. You know, he's shown himself on TV, and maybe there's parts of him that I find attractive. And This can happen every season in any format. And I was concerned I was going to fall in love, and at the end of it, then somebody's going to say, yeah, I was forced into it. I was I, I was coerced. This this environment pushed me into it. And who knows if that's ended up being my story or not. I don't really know. But it was my concern the whole time because all I wanted was the true love. And so there's something weird that I need to ask you two about. And this is in my notes from this episode because we're touching on it right now. And I don't get it. And it, and it drives me crazy as, as a fan of the show. There's a moment here where Kevin is talking about Colton... Um, no, no, no. He's talking about Joe and Kendall. Mm-hmm. And the statement made, and I don't know exactly what Kevin meant by this. There wasn't any more detail to it, but this is what I took from him. He says, Kendall just went on a date with Leo 
And if she's into Leo, then Joe's got to figure something out because he was investing into Kendall. And I thought that cheapened the relationship, and I and it, I don't like that. I don't want to be a fan of a show that cheapens relationships. I thought what, what was being said there was in this format, in Paradise, if you have a rose to give and you're in a relationship and that person likes somebody else, then you got to go find somebody else to like real quick. So that's why I can't do it. I can't do that. I can't it do it me, it, it, it cheapens... The, the it, When I watch this, and I'm cheering for the Joes of the world, I'm cheering for the Annalises of the world, I'm cheering for the Kinneys of the world, and that gets said, and that kind of undertone gets brought in, it makes me question every relationship there. Am I fair to think that? Am I wrong? I think it, the best way to say it is like, well, now... Who's your best friend who's going to give you a rose? Like, where's the friendship it, yeah. rose okay. coming from? Well, and I think that's exactly sort of where I was with Kenny, too, is it was like, uh, hey, we're friends and mm-hmm. we both have each other's back. Yeah. But also, hey, we're friends. A lot of relationships start out of friendship. Maybe we do explore this because we haven't really thought about ourselves outside of that. So, like, for me, I feel like getting Kenny's rose was sort of like a it was a friendship rose with like a hey, let's continue to see, okay. you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That, so that's maybe what was being said more than anything is not, hey, go out and find somebody real quick. It's just go find a friend that you enjoy being around mm-hmm. that you want to see be here because yeah. who knows what happens. And if not, at least you give them a chance to find their love. Right. And I mean, we're like halfway through, but but actually, though, it felt like we were still, a lot of us were just like that friend stage. There were relationships, but it didn't really feel like people were completely locked in yet. It happens every year with Bachelor in mm-hmm. Paradise because the entire cast becomes such close friends that you are like, you're like, oh, which one of my friends would maybe right. give it to me? who do you want to see yeah. either find somebody else or just like, who's cool to hang out with? There's or... a whole bunch of friend, zone, friend zoning that happens yeah. in Bachelor in Paradise. Mm. So, okay. is Do these friends make out? Yeah, see, that's where I, like, I can't, like, I couldn't, like, you made out with Kenny being like, oh, let's give it a whirl. Yeah. But, like, if I wasn't, like, feeling romantic feelings, I couldn't go and kiss someone. Yeah, so I'm typically like that. Yeah. Like, in my normal life, completely like that. In this environment, I thought, okay, I'm here to find somebody. Like, I might kiss him and I might have feelings. Like, it might turn, ignite something for me. And so that's sort of where that came from. And then I was like, oh, he's a good kisser. <laughs> ben, you must have kissed girls that you didn't have feelings for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did. <laughs> did you at point. least find them cute or yeah. attractive? Oh, I mean, yeah. nobody. Okay, that's the yeah. one thing. That is the one nobody thing. Nobody that goes on this show is not uh, is unattractive, right? It's, yeah. it's like a, chemistry. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm there's... kissing girls on week one that I don't really know yet. And there's that element of expectation um, of awkward silence of just the let's make out like i don't know but yes a hundred percent like there is that level of kissing people that maybe you you don't you just don't know where you're at with it yeah the difference in paradise though a little bit like this in the bachelor and bachelorette but there's these moments where you're kissing somebody and you have to walk back into the room full of the people that you just either kissed earlier that day or you maybe have feelings with. <laughs> What's that moment like? I never kiss multiple people in one day, so I don't know. Did but- you think it was weird Kenny kissed three people in the same cocktail party? I did think it was weird. I actually didn't know that that happened. Um, what, what, How did you feel about that? I mean, I was fine with it. I feel like, at, like I said, I feel like at that stage, he was probably just trying to figure out like, who do I have the most chemistry with or who do I actually want to pursue? Or So I think he was still trying. I, I know. It is wacky. It, it is, is wacky. Weird. It, is, it is weird. It is weird. We go back to the producer Amy's question earlier. 
This is this is a, something a phenomenon in the world that I don't get. It's the Sean Booth thing that I talked about. Some people can get away with anything, and other people can't get away with. Well, that's Dean did the same thing. Yeah, my argument last week was like, how is it different if Colton goes on a date with Tia, and then he maybe wants to go on a date with somebody else, but then Kendall can go back and forth between kissing John and Joe at the same and what time? About crazy Chris, I am just like. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm going to say when I meet him because I, Dean got pummeled yeah. for basically doing what Chris is doing where he's like, Tia, I like you. How about the week before when he's like, Tia, I will never hurt you. Right. I will I be know. here. I, I think, think Chris like, is getting pummeled. Yeah. Eight minutes ago. We also didn't expect any more from Chris, like yeah. knowing what he knew from The Bachelorette. Right? I was going to yeah. say, yeah. a little side note here. Expectations were I was, I was doing a little pre-research, and this is just a side comment. Um... Chris is giving life advice on his Instagram. So if anybody no. out there, no, no, no. If anybody out there wants to go to his Instagram to get life advice, feel oh, free. Guys, guess what? Just to defend he, him really fast, yeah. actually, really oh, okay. fast. Because okay. you know I okay. don't like to just like throw people under the bus. Yeah, without. you really like to defend. I like it. to I give another side. The girls like Annalise, but especially Kendall said he's super cool. They all like him. I know you like one of my closest friends. I from don't it get now, it, but I know you girls say that. But like, I'd like to see otherwise. Then I'd like to hang out with him for a couple yeah, we hours. We gotta hang out with him. Bring him on the podcast. Um, we'll okay. talk to him. What I think is interesting is that Chris. Uh, I don't know. Okay, so let's let's break it down. Annalise, you're the perfect person to answer this. Why are you so forgiving of Kenny in this situation? I think we would. It was just because it was so new, and I mean, he he was the wild card that night. He had five girls. That he basically were going home. He could. I mean, he had, he was really narrowing it down to three of us. But like, there was five girls who were kind of who's gonna stay, who's gonna go. So I feel like he he has a pass. If now, to, like right after he gives me the rose, he's all of a sudden making out with somebody else. Maybe that's where I would feel differently. Yeah. yeah. Is that acceptable, Ashley? I. I think I I'm think trying so. to figure I out this. I think that's when you can get still, a little bit annoyed. I'm, I've been a fan for four years of this Paradise Show, right? Three yeah, years. Yeah. And uh, and I'm just starting to get a hang of it. Um, <laughs> Ashley. Yeah. How are you sleeping at night? Um, pretty good, pretty well. Yeah. Jared, I officially moved in. No way. Yeah. What? Well, that's big news. Yeah. You little liar. Do we clap liar. that? You told me do you weren't going to do that. that? Like, <laughs> I don't know if we clapped we weren't, that. We weren't planning on it, but then we were like looking at our calendars. We're like, it's so ridiculous you stay away. for us to be paying for two rents yeah. when it's just the idea that we thought we should be living apart and longer. logistically, you weren't close. And like, I know why. Oh, no. Oh, no, we pain. couldn't. And then, like, he was going to sleep over, like, five days a week. So it just didn't make any sense. So he moved in. And the wedding planning is so much smoother now that you can sit together at night and talk about it every <laughs> single Are you making guy. color schemes? No, and we haven't done color schemes yet. <laughs> no, but, it's flowers right now. No, it's when, flowers, When we came Amy. back with the dress the other night after I said yes to one, I was like, I just want to tell you about it. I want to tell you. And what do you say? Well, he doesn't want to know. Yeah, oh. you know. I mean, are you going to be your bridesmaids? Like, are oh, you? Gonna- I don't think mean. I I like. I want to be separated from them the day of, though. <laughs> How that, I can see dude, that. That's the smartest thing I've yeah, ever heard. I know. I've been a bridesmaid like twelve times. Yeah, because you're it's so cool. So bad. Well, I'm really popular. Yeah. <laughs> Ashley, I you think do that's have a smart. lot of great girlfriends. And, and, and Ashley, you do that. I've noticed you do that. You take intentional time for yourself, yeah, which I think is really important. Mm-hmm. And so, on your wedding day, why wouldn't you do that? Uh, I, I also know why you and Jared um, moved in together because he can't stay away. Yeah, you have an amazing sleep number bed, and he can't stay out of it. Uh, I get it. I, I do. Um, I have a sleep number bed also. 
I enjoy it very much. There's never been a better time to come to a Sleep Number store where all the beds are on sale during the biggest sale of the year. The Sleep Number 360 smart bed lets you choose the comfort and support that's right for you. It adjusts on each side, so it's the perfect bed for couples. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. It is. Oh, yeah. it's so nice. He's like down to have it a lot harder than I. I could have it this Wait. Good Lord. <laughs> you, anyways, anyways, you can actually feel how it contours your neck, shoulders, backs, and hips. And for more proper spinal alignment, and what Ashley is actually talking about there is Jared's sleep number. It's a lot harder than Ashley's. Jared sleeps at what? What's what? How hard does Jared like it? 85? Yeah. Ashley sleeps yeah, at a 76. I know Ashley's sleep number. And the new <laughs> sleep number 360 smart beds are more effortlessly comfortable. They censor every move and automatically adjust to keep you sleeping blissfully through the night. Does your bed do that? Mm, not before I got a sleep number, that's for sure. <laughs> Come in during the biggest sale of the year where all beds are on sale, plus save 50% on the new sleep number 360 limited edition smart bed now, only only now, now, only through Labor Day. You'll only find Sleep Number at any of the 550 Sleep Number stores nationwide. There are more than 550 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Just visit sleepnumber.com to find the store nearest to you. Ashley, that was good. That was perfect. It was. It was very good. I remember what I was going to say earlier. Chris <laughs> made his yeah. Instagram private last night. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All the hate. That's, Couldn't take it. That's rough. What do you do there? Because I'm sorry. He didn't do any. Like, he did bad things. Okay. <laughs> while, while the three of us are sitting here, he, I, I read I read through one of his Instagram pictures, and it was like saying no to all the haters or something like that. People do that all the time, that, that haters thing. I'm, I'm not listening to all this, you know, critics. Don't you think you should listen to the critics a little bit? I mean, is, is anybody in here, like, and I'm not saying just Chris specifically, all of us in this world who have messed up on TV multiple times. We've, we've all done it. We, mm -hmm. We've all been there. We've all had things that we've said or done or whatever in life that people have been like, that wasn't smart. That was weird. That rubbed me the wrong way. Don't you think at some level we should listen to critics? I mean, I take it and I try to grow from it, but I also take it sometimes with a grain of salt and I also try to either delete those comments or whatever just because I feel like you don't need to dwell in that like hatred and negativity some can be constructive and then mm -hmm, some of exactly. them can just be straight evil yeah. yeah so so then you you make it private so like he does to probably just take a, a, a you know a, a fresh you know deep breath and relax and get away from the critics for a little bit is that mm -hmm. probably he's had enough probably yeah you know him yeah we, take a little time is to that a smart move I, don't, I mean I don't know I don't know exactly where he's thinking maybe I'll have to contact him later yeah so do, shoot him a text on, tell him the almost famous podcast is worried about him will do um <laughs> so we have a couple guests coming on annalise is in studio before i do that i just want to give a quick segment recap uh, or a quick recap of uh this week's bachelor in paradise episodes kind of run through the couples where they're at what's going on we have tia chris crystal in this crazy love dynamic we have joe the grocery guy kendall and leo that one that one's a tough one on me. what is she thinking what is she thinking we have annalise with bibiana your arch nemesis and jacqueline <laughs> wait all what? kissing kenny <laughs> bibi was your arch nemesis no, no she wasn't she's just on she's waiting on the on the line so we'll be <laughs> on a second uh john and jubilee uh, John picks Jubilee over Caroline. Colton comes back to life, says, Tia, I want you. Mm. Been the biggest storyline. You're clapping. You, you, you have faith in this couple. We'll see how this goes. Um, all right. Let's bring uh, your kissing cousin onto the podcast. Bibiana, are you out there? Uh, 
I am. I'm here. I'm here. Hey, Bibby. I, I miss you so much when I watch this show. Oh, I miss you too, Ash. I'm, you know, it kind of sucks that I left you right before you got there. I know. I was so excited to see you. I had, when I saw you on Instagram while we weren't down there, I was like, no way. How is she <laughs> home already? So wrong. Oh, it happened so fast. Bibiana, we all love you here. Oh, she's so funny. She's so good. She's so good. You're fiery. Just fiery. Um, we're just recapping this week's episodes. We're talking about the dynamics in Paradise today. We also want to give a quick shout out to somebody that was on Winter Games with us. Kevin gives his road to Astrid, which seems like a pretty legit relationship. And one of the most interesting ones that I want to start this conversation out with, since we have you and Annalise here in studio, um, Jordan and Jenna. Was Jordan's reaction as as intense as it seemed on TV? Um were you on his side or not? I want to hear from the both of you. I think it was as intense as you saw it play out. But I think what happened was I think he he sort of snapped and then took it further than he even wanted to take it. I think he was like, oh, shoot, I just said that didn't, you know, just kind of snapped and didn't say what he actually was feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't a very mature or honorable moment, I feel like. And I I think he felt bad about it and then was like, oh, shoot, how do I fix this? But that's and that's exactly why I talked to him because I felt like he was not he's not he's he's a better person than that. Josh Murray had a similar situation that freaked Amanda out, and then she was like, "Oh my gosh, should I not be taking this relationship so seriously?" Mm-hmm. And well, then they got engaged, so it'll be interesting to see how Jenna does eventually, probably take Jordan back after that huge "I'm sorry" in the beach when she walked away from the "I'm sorry" in the sand. I felt like she was on her way to forgive him. She was like, oh, it's really that guy. He's got my heart. I feel like he just, what happens to Jordan when he spirals, he just keeps going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then there's like no coming back Uh. until like wake up the next day and then start fresh. Start fresh. Yeah, I agree. It's not good when you're on TV. (laughs) No. It's not. No. That's a, that's, that's, baby, he needs a, he needs a baby talk. Bibby talks I, I wasn't best. there for that. That's the crazy part. I think I don't know if that was the time that I was maybe talking to Kenny. Can we recap um, what happened there? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I think, I think for the for yeah, the, anybody confusing. out there, yeah, it was, it was a lot going on at yeah. once. Um, so Jordan, here's okay. I have so much to talk about. The chicken guy, David, is is one of my favorites on the podcast. He's one of my favorite people just in life because he's so <laughs> intriguing to me. <laughs> He, the guy, I just don't get him, and I love to not get him, kind of. Can you believe yeah. how many times he's self-described on this oh, season? It's just unbelievable that he literally did the one thing that I told him not to do. He's <laughs> the guy, I'm, he's like my son that never wants to listen. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> and so I'm going to I'm gonna give the quick uh, play-by-play. Annalise, Ashley, Bibby, feel free to, to interrupt and to stop me or correct me. But uh, David, out of nowhere, seems to get a gift for Jenna. <laughs> A massive gift. It's a dog um, to just show her happy birthday, even though they didn't have a relationship and there was really no backstory to it. And he just like wanted to get her a dog, which I think she she thought it was weird. Everybody out here watching kind of thinks it's weird. (laughs) So he does this um, and Jordan gets upset. Yeah, I mean, he was trying to 
David was one-upping Jordan or trying yeah. to anyway. Yeah. Seems like this one might be one of those moments when a producer was helping. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to call yeah. it a little bit. Because I like, don't know. I, th- I mean, <laughs> where did he get the dog then? Well, I mean, exactly. there's obviously help. There's tons of help, but this is this is the dog or the gift isn't the key point here. It's David going along with so the it's, suggestion. It's, yeah, of it's, the gift? it's David agreeing to it. And then here's the thing that I think showed through it. So just so I can get through this, David gets her dog. Jordan walks up, gets upset, takes the dog, throws it in the ocean. <laughs> that obviously is not a, an acceptable practice, but it happened. And I think what it shows at this point is that Jordan like put down his character for once. And he really cared about Jenna. Oh, and he yeah. saw something that he cared about being disrupted. And it was being disrupted by his arch nemesis. And he got upset. <laughs> and he threw it in the ocean. So I get it, okay? David, was throwing anyone's st- arch nemesis. Right? Was he, okay, was throwing a stuffed animal in the ocean the right thing? I don't, I don't know. He did it. He it, comes back up. It was a reaction. It yeah. was a reaction. He comes back up. And this is where I can relate with him because I get the same way. If you mm-hmm. really want to – I don't get very angry very often – but if you want to push my buttons, if you want to make you, you bring out, you, you push me in a time of insecurity mm-hmm. or a time of doubt. Mm-hmm. And so as he was angry and he walked up into the room, he felt like people were laughing at him and not yeah. with him. Yeah. And he, yeah. and it, and he reacted they were laughing at him and it hurt him. And if you want me to get fired up or just insecure and react inappropriately, then it's when I am so down on myself already and you want to kick me while I'm down and all I want to do is go away and you just keep digging that knife deeper and deeper, that's where he was at. And so he reacted by saying something to a few of the women in the room pretty much in the lines of, shut up, stop talking. Totally wrong to anybody. You don't say that to a man, to a woman. You don't Mm -hmm. say that to anybody. And that's what we're speaking of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is in a time that he was down and out. Am I wrong for anybody out there listening? I think that's pretty accurate. No, it's really accurate. I um, I thought it was funny that, I don't know who it was that tells Jubilee, like, you should tell him something. And she's like, I don't care enough. And that's wrong. I, mean, I just, like, at that point, it was just like, he's being annoying. I don't care. I did um, like that Eric stood up. Like, Annalise did it too. But as a guy, Eric really stood up for for what was right. And that right. was impressive. He really, and he calmly did it, and he articulately did it, and and said, like, hey, that was not res- respectful. I actually, it made me like Eric. Yeah. I, 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 think, I think in situations like this, it's one of those crazy moments. We, we love these moments on, on these shows that transcend reality, right? Where, mm-hmm. those, where some of us can sit there and say, I, I relate with Jordan. Now, did the words he said and how he handled it, was that how I would handle a situation like this? I don't think so. I, I mean, I, I really don't. Um, but maybe, you know, I, I can't say that, but I know how it feels to be kicked and to be down and to be hurt and then to be kicked a little harder and to be hurt a little yeah. harder. Mm-hmm. And so I know that feeling. I can relate with that feeling. Yeah. And, and we saw him in, one, in a very real moment. Mm-hmm. And I think it stems... And Annalise, I really want you, because you had a, a little thing with Jordan for a while. I think it stems from okay. Jordan really liking Jenna. I agree. I agree. That's why I actually kind of felt, I like, I mentally downplayed Jordan's reaction because I knew it was coming from a good place. So imagine, right, like you see Chicken give um, Jenna a birthday cake and then come in with a dog. It's almost like, guy, come on. Yeah. Back off my girl. Yeah. And it had and to be the chicken. And we all see how excited Jordan is about Jenna. 
Like the guy was so giddy the moment she walked in. It was crazy. <sighs> I know. Is so, Jenna the one that said it's gonna get coconut? Yeah, yeah coconuts, girl. Yeah, she's she really she's made for Jordan. Oh and my I God, don't know, I know if she's I made know. for anyone well, else. That was the thing. Like the minute she walked in, I was like, that's where my emotions came from because I was like, okay, well, obviously that's a match made in heaven match right there. Yeah. Like, yeah. bye bye to this, you know, yeah. possibility. But yeah, no, I think I think the thing is is that like you totally nailed it, Ben. Is that I think he it was a place of like actual hurt, and he and it was like we just people kept poking, and he, and I don't think we all that's the thing in that environment we don't know what's going on. We're like, oh my god, ha ha ha, we can't believe. David just gave Jenna a dog, like, and we're laughing about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're not really understanding because we're not in that conversation. We're seeing it from a different area of the beach. And so we're not really understanding what is happening. So when he came back up all angry, we're like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. Yeah. And you know? he's and, always the jokester. And so you the, probably yeah. didn't even think. Well, and then he's like dressed in that outfit. Yeah. That, the outfit I mean, didn't like, help us. Exactly. I just feel like it was one of those nights that it was all stacked against him. It's kind of that thing when we, when we play a character in life. You know, he is the jokester. Mm-hmm. Ashley, mm-hmm. you know, you, you have, uh, you know, you've been known for your emotions, your ability to show emotions, and you're, you're, you're crying at, you know, moments that sometimes others wouldn't cry. Yeah. And so when we have this character that we, we show and we, you know, portray, and Jordan does it for a bunch of different reasons, I'm sure, to lighten up the room, to be the, the, the butt of all jokes, because he knows when people are laughing at him, then people are happier and it takes mm-hmm. the, the pressure off of everybody else. I, I, you know, there's a thousand defense mechanisms on why we, we act the way we do. But you pointed on something that we got to see in this show was that you didn't recognize because he's been the character so often that he actually has a real side to him. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, for like- you, you actually have a real side to you. Yeah. You can yeah. get hurt. Like, really actually hurt. Not yeah. just like, I'm crying because I miss, like... Yeah, because I'm dramatic, being dramatic. I'm dramatic. It's yeah. like, I actually feel this, yeah. and I don't want anybody in this moment to question that, to hurt me anymore, to laugh at me anymore. Because it stings a lot deeper than anybody can imagine. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's why I went and talked to him because I felt like I was angry with what he said to, to everyone. But then at the same time, I was like, I got to know him a little bit on a different level than everyone else. And so I, I wanted to be like, what is going on, dude? Mm-hmm. Like, fill me in. But also, you need to go and do something about that. You know, so I feel like it was a it was a good I'm glad that I got that time with him that night, too, just yeah. to kind of be there as a friend. Mm-hmm. B- uh, Bibiana, you're out there listening. Um, I am. You have, uh, there's a couple things when it comes to uh, conversations that we got to talk to you about. You might have one of the most epic speeches in Bachelor in Paradise history when it comes to giving, talking to Colton. Oh, it was so good for I mean, me. I wanted to bust through a wall of love myself after listening to you. Oh, it was so good, baby. When you said, Hi. when you said the word, I feel like you're rejecting your own feelings for her. I was like, Whoa. That is so profound and something that Jared and I related to very much. Yeah. I mean, the tequila was definitely pouring and I feel like it gave me liquid courage Um, (laughs) where I could just talk to people. I didn't realize until like, well, I watched it last night, how much of, you know, how everybody's saying like I'm camp paradise counselor. Aww. Um, But really, because like I sat with Colton and he's, talking about how you know i don't want to see her get hurt because of chris and then we all know tia not really into chris <laughs> it's yeah. just about proving a point like don't treat women this way like if you're gonna say something do it you know um and chris going back and forth is just not a good look for him but i'm sitting there talking to colton he's saying all these things and i'm like dude you'd like her 
Yeah. Bibby, you like, are you like her. full of wisdom. You always have been. We got to break down and talk to you about this wisdom that you portray on everybody. I mean, there's a moment that you and I had at Winter Games that I'll never forget. Ashley's had these moments. You had an epic moment with Colton last night. Um, but before we break down where your little nuggets come from, we first have to say goodbye to one of the most consistent special guests <laughs> ever on the podcast, Annalise. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. Thanks for, Thanks for talking guys. to us. Hey, good luck on this journey. I can't wait to see the continuation of Bye, your story. Bye, Bibby. <laughs> I wish you were here in the studio so I could give you a hug. All right, guys. Right, bye. Thanks. Okay, Bibby, your skin is incredible. You basically aren't wearing makeup out on that beach. I am astonished. I, Ashley, I kept thinking, how in the world did Ashley ever put on makeup here? I feel it like you and Tia, off. you guys just look so good without makeup down there. It was too hot. I gave up. Well, we rose ceremonies. I made an effort, but it was a struggle. You looked so JLo glowy. Oh, thank you. I was. I'm like so <laughs> jealous of what you look like, just like with some sleek back, watered hair, and clean glowing oh, skin. Ashley, stop it. You look just as you always look flawless in the morning. So. Oh my goodness gracious. Well, thank you. I use BioClarity to get my skin to this point, this point where I don't really have to wear makeup anymore. A couple of years ago, I really had to wear makeup, but BioClarity has really calmed my skin down. Um, I always have, I've always had very sensitive skin, but BioClarity's routines are really calming. They have chamomile, green tea, cucumber, licorice root, olive and shea, and Florlux, which is derived from chlorophyll. And what's so great about that is that it just calms and soothes and gets rid of all the redness. It's also super hydrating, but lightweight. So you don't feel like you have a zillion layers on your face when you're down in paradise. It's great for spring and summertime. It's also going to reduce pore size and even out skin tone. Floralux is a clever form of chlorophyll, which has been proven to nourish the skin and soothe away imperfections and blemishes. It's also an antioxidant, and it has anti-inflammatory properties that makes your skin feel so good from the inside out. You can get started today with BioClarity if you head to BioClarity.com. Our listeners are going to get their first month for 50% off a routine. There's two routines. There's one for, for more average skin and one for more acne prone skin you're gonna get 50 percent off a routine plus free shipping and it comes with a 100 risk-free money-back guarantee so if you don't like it you can just return it and get your money back but you have to enter our code famous that is bioclarity.com and enter the code famous and then you'll have skin that you can show off without makeup if you're in paradise or if you're just in your regular day life speaking uh okay I, I have to get something off my chest real quick. Okay. Bibby, I, I, can I, you and I have had some great conversations as we're going to talk about. Uh, Ashley, I know you've had them with Bibby before. Yeah. We've seen them on this. And so I feel like we, we've, for anybody out there listening, we, we've crossed a level of friendship where I could ask this question. And I can ask it to anybody out there listening. There was something that was said on this week's episode that uh, I can't, I, in today's world, I can't tell if it's inappropriate or not. Oh, Okay. And Bibby, I need your I need your opinions, right? I think we can transcend um, this podcast for a second and actually talk about it. So I'm 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 in a place where I'm asking this question often: uh, What is inappropriate when you're uh, hitting on somebody or flirting with somebody, <laughs> mm-hmm. and what's not? You know, as you know, when you're not in a relationship, when you're kind of strangers, what can be said and what's not? Chicken tells Bibby that she's got a big butt. Oh, it's such a good compliment. Oh gosh, is that a good compliment? Does it make you feel weird? Well, he said- For me. 
he says that Kenny says that. Yeah. Okay, but but just for anybody out there listening, let's give a little context, Bibby, to it, and then explain your feelings afterwards. Do you feel like it was appropriate or was it not? And then if anybody out there listening, email us and tweet us. Email us at uh, Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com with your comments on if was this appropriate or not. Is this kind of stuff cool or not? Or tweet us uh, at, you know, answering the same question. But Bibby, tell us your perspective. So um, it just, dip- I guess it depends, right? Because if you know someone long enough, where you know they're paying it as like a compliment like oh you have such a nice but like what do you do to work out kind of thing then it's not but then when it's just used as like you know baby's just my type you know you have the big booty which is something that you know had been you know everybody was talking about it Mm -hmm. kind of thing Mm because we're all in bikinis that's when you know you don't make a connection out in paradise that's when that that stuff kind of gets to you it kind of gets you in a bad way or a good way? Yeah, no, in a bad way where it's oh. just like, well, like. It's all I'm known for know, my butt. Yeah, you feel I, like you're being it's objectified. It's not just about my body. Huh. You know, like yeah. I wouldn't want somebody to be into me just because of that. Ashley, what's your take? Okay, so I would think it was a compliment, but I now listening to Bibby understand in the context that it was said where it was like, this guy likes you because look at your booty. Like that makes you feel objectified. This is now when I know the difference between thirty-year-olds and forty-four-year-olds. Oh no, there's a total difference. Like my dad. I'm like, please bring it. I hope you only like me for my body. Oh <laughs> really? really? Oh my god, a million percent. Because it's like I think at my age, I'm like, I know I'm smart, uh, whatever. Please just like me because I'm hot. Like literally, oh, that would be so rad to me if somebody was like, oh, she's hot. Oh. my See, I don't know this line anymore, guys. Am I crazy for this? No, this is, I mean, I totally understand what you're talking about. You're talking about it as a criteria in order for him to like you, like a reason that he likes you. But it's not as if it's just a compliment. Because if a guy was like, if a guy in paradise, like one of my guy friends, or hopefully my love interest, would have been like, your booty looks fine in that outfit. I would be like, thanks. My mom and I were just talking about, I was just in Indiana this week. I just flew in today. And um, we were talking about this uh, because we've had we were got, we were able to be around a bunch of great women leaders uh, at a conference this week, and they, we were hearing them talk. And she asked me like, "What? Where is the line now? Like, what, what can you say and what can't you say?" And I was like, "I don't really know anymore, Mom. Like, not that I've never known. I, I, I guess I've never really known. I've never been very good at hitting on people. But um, <laughs> but it's a great question because she was just trying to, as a mother, guide me in an appropriate fashion. Um, and also, you know, for anybody out there that she mentors." Uh, be able to help them out, but I find it if I, if I were okay. So just say this: we don't know each other. I come up to you at a bar, and we're talking. And a couple minutes in the conversation, I'm like, "You have an amazing body." Is that weird? Well, I feel say, weird saying it. It's weird because you're you, a stranger. No, yeah, if no. you compliment yeah. the face, Baby then no. You can compliment the face. Then you can't compliment her body the first day you meet her. Baby, vibes. I feel like it depends on how you're connecting. Like, yeah. what if it's I don't know. What if you're talking to a trainer and you compliment her body? Hmm. She spends, obviously, a trainer spends mm. a lot of time working on their body. Or, you know, it could be somebody that's been working out and all of a sudden, like, somebody notices, like, well, your body's incredible. I just think it depends yeah. and just your approach yeah. to it. Versus if you're just going into it and be like, damn, girl, look at that. You know, it's, it's weird. That's It's odd. Okay. Can I, can I tell you something? With someone, and you know, it kind of like you're paying a compliment. I think the way you deliver it can change 
everything can oh can make a big difference thank you for leading me in with that okay so there's a compliment that i got i don't know six years ago and it'll stay with me for the rest of my life it was the greatest i was (laughs) i was in new york city and i was just walking through like the Times square area and this guy turns around and like looks at me he goes oh he didn't turn around no he was looking at me coming straight and he goes Yo, girl, where's your stomach at? Where's your Where's your stomach? Because like I had a crop top on, and like obviously I have a tiny <laughs> stomach. And then he walks by me, double takes, and then goes, "Oh, I see, I see. It's in your hips." <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> and I was like, "Yes, thank you." But of course, that was like a passerby. I want to ask you something, Ben, and then get the ladies' take on it. Would you rather a hot girl? Well, maybe that's inappropriate to say, but like a cool, smart, hot girl (laughs) say to you like, oh, Ben, you're so smart and funny. Or would you rather them say like, you're so handsome and sexy? Oh, those are your choices. I don't know. I mean, I think like I think I handsome and sexy. Yeah. I do. I mean, you know because the thing is, like, like you kind of said, Amy. You know, I know you're smart. Well, and, and I know I'm not the smartest tool in the shed. Like, I, I know I'm. I know I, I can function. Clearly not, because you just got the saying wrong. It's the sharpest tool in the shed. What did you say? The shiniest? You said the smartest. The smartest. smartest tool. <laughs> That's terrific. I love that. Uh, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. Yeah, and and so like I get it, and I can, but I'm functional. Like I can function, and I can. I can operate in, in the world and I try really hard to continue to educate myself. <laughs> now, I totally get it. You know, it. like I, yeah. I try to stay up on, on my, my studies and I try to stay educated. I try yeah. to stay engaged in the world and I try to ask questions like this to stay up to date on what's appropriate and what's not. Like, I know I, 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 I know I care yeah. to be intelligent. Like yeah. I care like being sexy and smart. Like I fail at most of my days, but but if somebody were to say it, like I feel really good, like I'm 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 feeling confident. I so agree. Uh, yeah, I think that's the thing. And uh, but then again, here's the double standard, and and we can go down a rabbit trail with this, and we're gonna keep touching on this for a couple more podcasts, I think. Okay. When a, I feel like it's more appropriate for a woman to say that to me than it is for me to say that to a woman. Why do you think that the woman already knows? No, I, I see for some reason, like when I don't like think. You need the validation? Maybe. I don't know. No. That's such a good question. Well, think it over tonight. Uh, we we got to talk about this. Yeah. This is big. Bibby, you've got a ton of wisdom. Um, So we're going to keep grilling you with questions. <laughs> Mine's hey, not so much of a question as it is just thanking you for your perception because first you said that whole you're rejecting your own feelings thing to Colton and yes I'm revisiting the Colton and Tia thing again but what Colton says that I just love to hear um, was that he said that well you can see that the friendship is so strong but he said it's so easy being with her and that's that's why I feel such a soft spot for for them because well Jared didn't have like intense romantic feelings for me back back then um, he always said that he loved our friendship. He always knew we'd be friends outside of paradise. And he always said it was so easy, like that quote, it's so easy with her. So that was nice. And then what I loved is that they kind of agreed that you you said it. You were like, this doesn't have to be a lifelong thing. Stop thinking of it as a lifelong thing. Just have fun and give it a good chance. Right. Because... I think paradise puts a lot of pressure on everyone just thinking about that final rose ceremony and then thinking about, holy crap, we could be engaged at the end of this. And, you know, what sucks about the guys is they don't have any time off. They go from... I know. 
from Becca season straight into paradise. So you don't even get a breather to kind of just think about where you're really at Mm -hmm. as much as you try to. Right. And then Colton makes it all the way to final four where he really is ready to propose. At that point, you're ready to propose to Becca. Right. Right. And you're going into another scenario where you have to like shift everything. And now you have to think about marriage again. It's the exact same thing because Jared was fourth on Caitlyn's season. He went in really probably not ready to date again. And then he was like, oh, I like this girl. You know, I think she's pretty. She's fun. We have a great relationship. It's easy, but I don't feel these intense romantic feelings the way I did for Caitlyn or Becca a couple weeks ago. And it's just such a direct parallel. Like you have to compare like Tia to Becca and me to Caitlin, like in that moment. And those guys go in because they came from such a serious environment and they're going to more fun, lighthearted environment. And they kind of forget like, oh, this can just be fun for a while. Right. We can just figure this out. We can date. Yes. People leave paradise as couples and don't end up engaged. Yep. I know. That's why can't you do that? It's not as fun. Well, that's it's not as fun. Yeah, it's not as fun to watch. You know, and I think Tia was also frustrated too because there's a part where she's just like, "I don't want to date him," and then now we all know she's always wanted to date him. Yeah. But as a woman, you never really want to put yourself in a situation where, like, well, if this guy's not really into me, like, how do I just keep waiting for him? Right. So okay, um, but Bibby, I gotta cu- I gotta cut you off and ask you this then. Because you're a supporter of Colton and Tia's relationship. And so I know when I talk to people that were on the beach with Jared and Ashley, the, the, the connection was tangible. You could cut it with a knife. It, it was thick. I don't know. Some people will say otherwise. But most people would say, like, I Jared and Ashley, they, there was something there. You supported Colton and Tia because it, when you were there on the beach with them, did, could you feel the chemistry? Because I, here's my opinion. Mm-hmm. I haven't felt it yet watching it. You haven't? Not really? Not once. Oh, my God. So Jared and I watch it, and we, like, turned to each other last week at the end. It was when Colton went up to Tia to talk about how Chris had kissed Crystal the night before. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, we feel it. Oh, we feel it. They mm-hmm. have a very strong foundation. Is there romantic right now? Maybe not. But they, like, really care about each other. I, I don't feel yeah. that. Mm, interesting. I think, I think it might be one of those uh, Jared and Ashley situations where... He's just having a hard time seeing it as more. We'll see. You know, it took three years. (laughs) It's so crazy. All right, Bibby, this week you went home. Caroline, Jacqueline, Bibiana, go home. Bibby, we're going to miss watching you. Uh, Bibby, there is a moment we got to talk about on the Winter Games when you looked at me and you spoke truth into my life in a way nobody ever has before, and I will never forget it you look like you're tearing up now oh i love this girl she's incredible i texted her last night as i was watching this episode i said bibby you're you're a special person she is she's mm-hmm. just she she's just a special person and you have a gift to speak truth in the people in yeah. a way that nobody's ever spoke to them before so bibby i gotta tell you this before i say goodbye to you because i don't get a lot of opportunities to do it don't stop speaking don't stop speaking truth into people's lives because it affects them in a way that you can never possibly understand or they could never communicate back to you. So thank you, Bibby, for being you. I'm going to miss watching you. Oh, Ben, you're so sweet. You have a talent really- for being vulnerable, mm. like so vulnerable, like even more vulnerable than I feel like I can get. Really? Yeah. You know, 
leaving paradise, I thought, well, like, did I talk too much? Right? Like, did I say too much? Did I, you know, fix Colton and Tia? (laughs) Like, what did I do wrong? And I took a couple days to just, you know, you come back into this and you come back home and it's weird. And I was really sad because I put all my eggs in that basket. Um, but then I remember everybody, like I got along with Crystal and Colton and Tia, you know, were a match. Kevin was hitting it off with Astrid. And then I thought, okay, well, I've always wanted to have a big group of guy friends for some reason. I've never had the chance to have guy friends. Mm -hmm. And now I have a bunch of guy friends who can come to me and they can talk to me. So as sad as it was leaving single, just because you just see your friends hitting it off and having a relationship at the same time, I can't be that mad because mm. I have a whole new family. That's right. Bibby, you're loved. You're the heart and soul of a lot of people's lives. So mm. Bibiana, thank you for coming on to the almost famous podcast. Ashley and I, and the rest of our half a million listeners love you. We love you. Love you guys. Thanks Bye. For having me. Bye. Ashley, to close out the recap, I don't feel comfortable talking about it. I was going to say, we need to talk about this. Yeah, we got to talk about it. I want to hear your opinion. I I make an appearance. Yeah, you do. I flew all the way to Mexico for this thing. Who was your uh, character's name? Um, Bradfordo. Bradfordo? Mm-hmm. Oh, and then who was Amanda's name? Um... (laughs) Well, anyway, Margarita. Margarita. Oh, my goodness gracious. You guys were sexy. Hot. You guys were so hot. I got to hear your opinion. I want you to break this down because this is my one moment. And and so I feel I feel like I made it to Mexico. I've been a big fan of Paradise for a while. Yeah. I wanted to see what it was all about down there. I wanted to see Yuki, which I got to see. I wanted to see Wells, who I got to see. Um, I got to see Amanda, who I haven't really seen a lot since, you know, mm-hmm. the show. Um, and Ari and Lauren and their new relationship. And, and then the staff. I got to see Alon Gale. So there's so many people I wanted to see. So there's a thousand reasons I went down. I yeah. didn't know really why I was going down. I show up and we, we're told we're reenacting a book that is actually has been written um, for this show. No way. Yeah, it has. Well, it was led by Jorge, the bartender. Yeah. He was the writer of the no- novella. You novella. Know, the romantic novella. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just came up with that. Uh, and you were the wholesome, wonderful husband who had a great relationship. Oh, no, you had a on-the-rocks relationship yeah. with Amanda. And then um, Ari and Lauren, they had a wonderful relationship. However, something happened. he just wanted to kiss Amanda, so he yeah. did. And then you and Amanda kind of were squat at the end of all of it, but Ari and Lauren returned together yeah. happily ever after. I was just disappointed that you didn't get to interact with Kendall and Leo on the day. I thought that you guys were going to come in and then you were going to like show them how to really pose. That's been great. Yeah. I don't think they trust us. <laughs> like those dates are pretty sacred. I don't think they trust a guy like me in a mariachi suit floating around a date being like, Hey, this is what you should do. I but I would have loved to. Um, unlovable <laughs> I think how they, was that shot that was an amazing shot i think that they made the entire storyline <laughs> just so that you could say that i'm not kidding it was it was my moment mm-hmm. I, they really pumped me up for it and they're like this is your moment to to speak from the heart and yell i <laughs> am unlovable <laughs> Strawshank redemption shot so scale of one to ten how great was that uh little segment that we did it was a ten <laughs> really? just because you were, you were in say it. Like a four <laughs> Oh, it was fantastic. (laughs)
Oh, it's it was ridiculous. so good. And I like that it's been in a teaser ever since the beginning. Oh, uh, I know. So like people are so like, why is he there? So oh, many people he's... thought you were in the cast. And so many people have tweeted and emailed me saying, hey, just let you know, like you're not in level one. Like at this point in my life, I'm Aww. working through it. But like, it's so sweet because people are like, I hear you went to paradise. It didn't obviously work out Aww. for you, but just know like we're still rooting for you. So people have been great and they're going to be so disappointed when they find out that it was like a four minute. Just a scene. Scene. Just a skit. Hey. If I, you know, hey, I'm a big fan. It was fun to be down. It was great to see Yuki and, and all those people. Um, Paradise is a beautiful place. I will say that. That's my takeaway. Paradise is a beautiful place. Paradise is a beautiful place. There's one thing we didn't hit yeah. in this episode of recapping Paradise. Okay. That was the whole Kendall and Leo and Joe drama. There's a reason that we didn't recap it. Is it because? It hurts me. <laughs> I don't like it. He's so, Joe is so great because he doesn't sugarcoat it. He doesn't, he's not like, okay, well, I hope you have a great day today. He's just like, I hope you have a horrible time and I hope he's a dick. Yeah. And he's great about it. Yeah. I love that that's his response. It's Me like, too. I don't like this moment. I'm hurt by this moment. What's about to happen is something I'm not in favor of. And I hope you have a terrible time. He's simple and straight up. I, I want like more it. people to be like this. Joe just continues no matter what he does to bring the fans in. I, this is his moment. Okay, so Jared watched the episode before I did. And then he was like, I want Joe to be the next Bachelor. And I was like, Jared, no. I don't think we, he has it. I don't think he We were like, we, we, we want Kendall and Joe together. Why yeah. would I, you know, why would I not want that? And then I watched it and I was like, okay, I'd, I'd, I'd be more on the Joe train now. Okay, if you had to rank right now, Ashley, you have Colton, Jason, Blake, Joe the Grocer. Yeah. How do you rank them in order from, okay, let's go least, your least favorite to be The Bachelor to top top choice? Well, I like to think of myself as being like, you know, f- friends with Colton and friendly with Jason. Okay. And I've never, There's I met no Blake. personal hard feelings here. Well, I mean, that is it personal favorites or is it like who I think is going to make the most entertaining season? Uh, let's add them all up into one and just say, who would you like to see? Um, okay. I think that Jason's number one. Colton, let's revisit in a year. Because he's still pretty Not young. Not this year. Yeah, and he's like all wrapped up in the current drama. Okay. Um, Blake is probably number two. And who is my who is my fourth? Joe the Grocer. Oh, Joe. So I guess Joe could be three. I don't know. It's tough. We got four good choices right now. I mean, those are those are people that I think would make good bachelors. But if I wanted to be entertained and like just mm. awe all the time, aw, that'd be Joe. Yeah. Um, but I do have a poll that I made last night, two nights ago. I said, a couple weeks removed from the season finale of The Bachelorette, who do you want to be the next Bachelor? Jason won. It was just Jason up against Blake. And Jason won with 59% of the vote. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious who the fan favorite is. I do. And, and I get it when I, when I talk to people and listen to people. I think Jason's the fan favorite. I think he will be the next Bachelor. But I, my second choice would be Blake. Yeah. I love I love Joe the Grocer. I don't think he has it to carry a full season and converse with that many people converse. and keep it and Have keep you it met him yet? Uh, just on the podcast. Oh, okay. He is a little hard to interview. Yeah. But when he's in an actual like social environment, he seems better. Um, but that that whole moment to close this out was hard for me because I was really rooting for Kendall and Joe. I thought they were the one couple that I was like, this has something here. This could actually be a marriage and an engagement. Mm. Um, I, 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 I'm rooting for them both because I like them both a lot as, as people and that I thought they were staying away from the gritty details. And then Leo comes in and there's just something about that scenario, Leo especially coming in that made me not thrilled that it was him taking him because I feel like 
maybe because I just make all this stuff up in my head, but I feel like Leo was um, kind of excited about the idea that he could be Mr. Steal a Girl. Oh, okay. Well, they go on a date together. It goes fabulous. Uh, Kendall even says that she sees a more long-term future with Leo, but then the same night that he gets back from the date with Kendall, he's making out with Chelsea in the hot tub. This proves my point that Leo maybe isn't the better man, but we'll see. We'll have to watch it. That's that's a storyline to follow as paradise continues. Um, Ashley, to close it out, we've been a great podcast. It's been a lot of fun. I got to ask you this because I thought the same thing. This is an email from one of our favorites, Becky. She says, I observed something on last Tuesday's episode of Paradise that caught me by surprise. And I was wondering if you could provide some behind the scenes intel. After Becca gave Colton his little pick me up and she was walking away, she said, I'll tell you, say, I'll tell Garrett you say hi. Mm-hmm. Yes, by now we all know she chose Garrett, but her season was still airing when Paradise was filmed. I know that contestants are sworn to secrecy regarding the final outcome of the show, but does that not only apply to people outside of the franchise? Phil, listen, I, I, I was interested by this as well. I thought it was shocking that she sat down with the women when Becca was there and said, I picked Garrett because we knew they were having a few more weeks in the public when they came back. Yeah. It, I've never seen the show release a name to that many people before the season of The Bachelor. It's over. Is that uncommon, Ash? I think the girl, I think the girl, the Bachelorette usually tells her friends from her season who she ends up picking. Okay. But, but on- did you not tell? The guys who you picked? No, I did, but it was all kind of like behind the the, the curtain, like text messages and like private. Yeah. This was on TV, so she was telling a bunch of people she didn't know even on like on the show. She was like, "Hey guys, sit around the circle here. Let's have a powwow." I picked Garrett. I guess that is a little weird. It's a little weird. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't think it happens often, but it happened, and and I was shocked by it too. Uh, Ashley, we just ate a great lunch. We did. We'd like to thank Luna Grill because today we are sponsored by Luna Grill where you can get wholesome, refreshing Mediterranean food that your whole family can enjoy. I had hummus with some vegetables and pita bread. It's so good and an amazing Greek salad. What'd you have? Uh, I had a Mediterranean salad. Big fan of Mediterranean food. Actually, in, in a couple of weeks, I'll be telling the podcast a little secret, something are you going about Mediterranean? me and, uh, and Mediterranean food. Ooh. It's going to be a big deal, so tune in for it. It's oh. a really big deal. Okay, well, we'll be excited for that when it comes. Luna Grill. Luna Grill's menu offers well-rounded selections, including signature kebab plates, gourmet salads, fresh appetizers, wraps, desserts, and a kid's menu featuring quesadillas, kebabs, and a kid's burger. Celebrate Labor Day weekend at the opening of Luna Grill's 47th Street location in Santa Monica. Stay up to date with Luna Grill by following them on social media. That is hashtag Luna Grill, hashtag Eat real fuel good <laughs> and at Luna Grill on social. The uh, everybody out there listening, we want to thank you for listening. I, I it was crazy. I was in Indiana, like I said, this week, and I was I was with my family uh, last night actually. And my aunt out of nowhere, and we've talked about this before, said, Ben, it's crazy. I talk to so many people now that listen to your podcast with Ashley. It, it just continues to spread like wildfire, and we're excited for it because the more it spreads, the longer we'll be here. We love talking to you. Uh, we, we love uh, conversing with fellow Bachelor alum. We want to continue to connect um, and, and just enjoy 
this podcast for as long as we have it. And I think it's going to be a while. Uh, and it's going to be a while because some of these sponsors, Beachbody On Demand, get a special free trial membership when you dial star star 501 from your cell phone. That's dial star star 501 from your cell phone. Sleep number. Get up to 50% off your sleep number. 360 limited edition smart bed today. BioClarity, you receive 50% off one routine plus free shipping. Use the special code FAMOUS at checkout today. Thanks to all the sponsors that keep this thing plugging. Ashley, thanks to you for coming in and just being wonderful. Thanks, Ben. I'm so excited to do it all over again with you next week. Sounds great. (laughs) With that, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Peace. Ciao. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. 